0: In a career spanning over three decades, Brannon House has distinguished himself as a leading voice in public broadcasting with a legacy marked by groundbreaking achievements and an unwavering commitment to informing and engaging audiences across the nation. He's published 15 books and has been on over 3,000 radio and television programs. His daily radio program reaches millions worldwide across 67 radio stations. In 2006, Brandon launched the digital broadcast platform worldviewtube.com that today is reaching millions with an international audience. And now, with a wealth of experience spanning 31 years, Brandon joins forces with General Michael Flynn and team on a mission to build the preeminent broadcast news network of our time, Patriot.tv. The landscape of broadcast news is being redefined and American media will never be the same. This is Brannon House Live.
1: Good evening. Welcome to the program. Glad you are with us. Might have to put on the mic. Not used to having this thing on because we went from old, the old stand-up to back to the lapel, so I can have room to move my arms. Welcome. Glad you guys are with us. We're going to be joined tonight by Jason Lewis former U.S. Congressman, and he was a regular guest host of Rush Limbaugh's broadcast, and he is now here at Patriot.TV. They're going to be joined by Leo Holman. We have so many things to talk about with Leo. Uh, Let's see. I I, I won't even show you my computer and all the the things I have open tonight, but I'll just tell you a little bit about them. Uh, Let's see. How about this one here? Uh, We have a great speech by Donald Trump. He put out a little press release, a little presser talking about what he referred to as the mental midget in the White House. You're going to want to hear that. Hey, apparently the media doesn't want you to know about the thousands of people that showed up at a vigil in Georgia for that young lady that was murdered by that illegal immigrant. We also have a powerful speech by a representative, Beth Von Dune, Dune, I guess, of Texas. You got to hear this because she is laying it out just like it is when it comes to this invasion that is being orchestrated by the federal government by the biden regime we also have a sad case of a 26 year old illegal immigrant in utah arrested for raping an 11 year old girl this continues folks americans being murdered by illegal immigrants but don't call them illegal immigrants because apparently as i will show you later tonight the white house has put out a fact sheet they now call them newcomers no they're not illegal immigrants that That would be very racist to call them uh, illegal immigrants. uh, the, The correct term now is newcomers. So again, the communists love to change words and the meaning of words and to eliminate certain words, right? We also are going to ask, what has happened to thousands of illegal immigrant children? Yeah, I used the word, didn't I? What has happened to thousands of these minor children? Many of them have gone missing. They were dropped off at the home of so-called family members or sponsors and now these children are gone. One lady is a detective and she is trying to track down these children and she is in a small town. What is the number in total? Apparently 85,000 children have gone missing in total according to the HHS whistleblower Kara wrote it, so we had them last night, right? There's 85,000 of them in the U.S. somewhere. But yet, that number gets to be so big that we lose the identity of what it is we're really talking about. And this one detective cuts it down to the 21 kids she's trying to find. Well, we also have a deposition out tonight. It's been released. Representative Nancy Mace is talking about it the deposition of Hunter Biden. Apparently, he has confirmed who the big guy is. We also are going to show you a clip tonight. Two guys have written a book about white rule voters. White rule voters. Can you imagine what they're saying about you? I will tell you tonight, it can't be good if it's coming from MSNBC, but we'll give that to you. We also have a warning from uh, numerous people that there are now national Chinese, a number of national Chinese, coming over the border from Canada. So we're not only being invaded from the South, but also now the North. The uh, Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, says if Ukraine loses to uh, Russia, then it will be NATO. NATO will fight Russia. Well, that is not, of course, what we need to be hearing. We also have news tonight that Catherine Heritage is being held in contempt because she won't give up information about her, one of her cases related to an investigation uh, about the FBI, there you go. And what about reparations? We'll find out what one gentleman who's running for governor of, uh, I believe it's North Carolina is where he's running, what he says about reparations. You wanna see this clip that's going viral. And then a school, the school in Chicago, the, the Chicago Board of Education to be precise, They're voting to remove resource officers, school resource officers, from schools if that's what the school wants to do. Hmm, that's not a good thing. How many months and years, actually years, going back to about 2008, have we been talking about uh, the threat to America's schools for a massive terrorist attack? What were they trying to do on October 7th? October 7th, their plans that the IDF found was to eventually go after schools. And they say what they were doing there and tried to do there in Israel, they want to do here. So once again, we've been warning about the need to beef up our security. Well, Chicago, Board of Education, apparently wants to remove security. How is that going to work out? Not good, I'm afraid. That and much, much more. But first, I want to go to an interview I pre-taped with Jason Lewis just about, well, less than 90 minutes ago, right after he got off his broadcast. I... Grabbed him real quick and said, hey, don't go anywhere. I want to have you on my broadcast to talk to you about what's going on with NATO, the uh, CIA war against the NATO-CIA war against Russia and what this is really all about, uh, which is, of course, regime change. Why do they want to kick out Putin? hmm?" That's one of the questions I ask uh, Jason Lewis. And I want you to become familiar with him. And I want you to start watching his show from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time each and every night, Monday through Friday at patriot.tv. And by the way, we are just hours away from launching a brand new website we've been working on for about six weeks. A brand new website will be coming to you very soon. Just hung up with a conference call with about four guys on my team, and you're gonna love what we're about to launch. We'll let you know when it's available, uh, either late tonight or tomorrow. But in the meantime, mark it down, patriot.tv. Tell your family and friends about Jason Lewis. And after this short interview I just pre-taped with him, I think you'll agree. You need to make it a part of your regular daily listening schedule. Then after we go to uh, that tape with um, Jason, I'm going to go live again. Come back in here live with Leo Holman. We're going to cover a lot of issues. Some of them I just touched on. We'll get into them at a deeper level right after this pre-taped interview I did just less than 90 minutes ago with Jason Lewis. Watch this. One of to now is Jason Lewis. He is on every night on Patriot.TV, Patriot.TV. He's on drive time where I used to listen to him for years when he was on AM 1500 KSTP and he's in that drive time slot. He used to sit in all the time, frequently, frequently. One of the most frequent guest hosts for Rush Limbaugh. He had his own show that was syndicated. He was a member of the US Congress and he has a lot of experience, and he's a professional, and we're so excited to have him on board at patriot.tv. Now, I want you to tell your family and friends about it because he's saying things that a lot of folks aren't saying. He understands things that a lot of people don't understand. You need to watch and listen to his broadcast. So do your family and friends. You're about to find out why when I have him on here in just about two seconds. But it's at 5 p.m. Central Time, each night, Monday through Friday at patriot.tv. It's also on demand later at patriot.tv. And we have a brand new website coming very soon. We're just waiting on a few minor changes that have nothing to do with us. We're just waiting on some changes in the internet world to propagate. And when those changes have propagated magically across the internet, we'll have a brand new page for patriot.tv. But in the meantime, you'll find him on our current page, Patriot.tv, 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 Eastern, Monday through Friday. Jason Lewis joins us now. He was one of the first guys I called when I was honored to be given the job of President and COO of Patriot. I said, I have to get Jason Lewis on board. We want professionals. This guy is a professional. Jason, welcome aboard this broadcast and welcome aboard Patriot.tv
2: well hold on let me take my arm out from behind my back you twisted it so hard that i'm just trying to loosen it up i did i did twist Uh, your arm to come join us i did you did for a number of years and (laughs) uh, as you like to say the timing wasn't right but it just turns out it was right and so quite frankly is the necessity of it all whether it's brandon house or general mike flynn or jason lewis so this is a a point of no return for this country and so uh, I was in quasi-retirement doing Jason's newsletter at Substack and writing books and that sort of thing. But uh, the the more platforms we can get to spread the truth, because that's what this is about. You know, these cases in front of the Supreme Court now, Brandon, with regard to big tech censoring, now since the feds aren't doing anything about their lies over Hunter's laptop, or Trump is a Russian asset, or, you know, Brennan and Clapper and all the nonsense they spewed. The feds aren't doing anything about it. So the state of Florida, the state of Texas, they're trying to do something about it. Well, it's not really about free speech or censorship per se, because sometimes there are limits on speech when you get defamed, like like Trump's been defamed, like every Republican officeholder has been defamed. It is about what's true and what isn't. And the perversity of the Trump era with regard to the legacy media and their echo chambers in big tech is they were censoring the truth while they were propagating the lies. Mm. And that's really what's at stake in 2024.
1: And this is why we need an outlet like Patriot.TV to bring experts on, to have experts like yourself to be hosts, and then give us what I like to say often, context, reason, and logic. Logic, context, and reason. That's missing. We have a lot of half-truths. We have a lot of words being redefined. The communists love to redefine words. But if you can get logic, context, and reason, then I I trust the American people to do and make the right decision. But if they're getting the wrong information, if they're getting lies and half-truths, then they have a hard time figuring out the landscape. I think one example is what's going on in Ukraine. We had on Colonel Rob Manis the other night, who was the uh, commander of Kirkland Air Force Base, worked in the... uh, Pentagon in a very strategic and highly classified area dealing with nuclear weapons, writing the manual for the nuclear football for the president, and right. you know he was explaining to our audience last night and then on radio today that you know we go back to twenty at least twenty fourteen if not earlier, and you've got the CIA going in there being involved in a color revolution, putting their puppets into power into Ukraine, you know, exactly. and then they build twelve CIA military bases on the ground over there, and and what the American people, I asked him today on radio, I said can Are they bio-wabs?
2: What are they? Right, exactly.
1: And I asked the colonel, I said, hey, can I I break this down in layman terms? All the the history you gave is excellent. But are you basically saying the CIA went in, put their puppets into power into the government, and then began to fight a war with Russia, claiming that it's a conflict between Ukraine and Russia, when it's really a conflict between the CIA and Russia? He said, absolutely. Actually, he yeah, actually said he said it's the NATO and the CIA, NATO and the CIA using Ukraine as the cover to fight a war with Russia. How many Americans know that? Jason? I'll give you a
2: more concrete. I'll me give you a more concrete example. And what you're saying is is the most important thing that Americans need to hear. That that's not a Republican or Democrat position. What you just laid out. In fact, half the Republicans are on board with what the CIA is doing. For heaven's sakes. Um, What you're describing is whether or not we're going to be controlled by self-government or by an elite, controlled by the people we choose to elect. That was not the case in 2014 when a popularly elected president of Ukraine, he was elected by the people, was magically overthrown by this sort of organic revolution, we were told. When he was a democratically elected, it just so happened, to give you a little background on that, that this guy was democratically elected, he was popular, everybody was happy, and he was going to buy oil and gas and energy from the West, primarily Europe. Everybody's fine. In walks Putin, who wants his old province back from czarist Russia, that's true. But he says, I'll tell you what, I'll sell you oil and gas cheaper. The moment he switches on behalf of the Ukrainian people to the lower their energy costs, there was a revolution. And there is data and evidence out there as your guest described to show that we decided to overthrow a popularly elected president of Ukraine. It wasn't the Russians. And so what's Putin, Putin looks at that and he goes, well I better get a hold of Crimea before they come for that too. And this is what this debate is all about. Who's in control here? This is the swamp writ large. Uh, I I give you a, a even better example. How long were we told that Russia blew up its own pipeline? The Nord Stream pipeline? Yes. That was a done deal. Of course they did. They were trying to cause havoc in Ukraine and deprive their people of the... Why would they blow up their own pipeline and their own revenue? They didn't. We now know it was the Ukrainian-backed forces that blew up their own pipeline to their own people to set up Putin. So none of this makes Putin's a good guy. But is it worth fighting a nuclear war over? And that's the real danger here. We're flirting with the fellow that has nuclear weapons that, quite frankly, are sonic nuclear weapons faster than ours. And if we keep pushing and pushing and pushing, we're going to find ourselves in a needless nuclear conflict at whose behest, Brandon? Certainly not the behest of the American people. There is no national security stake in in whether Russia keeps its only warm water naval port in Crimea.
1: Yeah, well, this again is why we're bringing you on as a great host to bring this kind of uh, analysis to the viewer. Now, again, I want to understand, you're also a former member of Congress. How many members of Congress, either in the House or the Senate, understand what the real issues here are? Do you think most of them understand the history of what you just described? Because I've heard I, no. I heard Ron Paul once say that a member of Congress asked him, uh, when did the dollar stop being backed by gold? Huh? You know, so do they, do they understand even basic things up there?
2: There's two problems. One, they don't too many members of Congress. Look at it as building a resume that'd be cool to be a member of Congress. You know, they like somebody throwing a mic in their face. That's cool. They're important people without having the requisite background. And number two is, and I, and I say this, you know, every time you say this, somebody says, well, name somebody, and it's not that, that simple. But I can tell you why, for instance, the Biden infrastructure plan, which was a joke, that's the one that that Buttigieg called human infrastructure, so his nanny was counted as infrastructure for his kid or some bizarre thing. I'll tell you why that sailed through the United States Senate with Republican support. You can raise $10,000 in five minutes on Capitol Hill by these trade groups, many of whom are backed by, A, infrastructure spending and big contractors, but other ones by what Dwight D. Eisenhower labeled the military-industrial complex, defense contractors who need to make certain that next quarter they've got somebody to sell their arms to. It used to be a Republican position, going back to Ohio's Mr. Republican, Robert Taft, who said of Roosevelt at one point, I fear we're being dragged into world war and bankruptcy and socialism at the same time. And the the Republican position, and sometimes it was wrong, but the Republican position was isolationist, has a default position. That is, before I'm going to take your son or your daughter and send them to meet their maker and put America on the path to nuclear war, the default position ought to be, you prove that it's necessary. Instead, it's been flipped. The default position is, yeah, let's go get them. You prove why it isn't necessary. And that is anathema, to, to, Eisen, to Taft, Eisenhower, to certainly Reagan. When, when we had the barracks blown up in Beirut, what did Ronald Reagan do? I He said, I can't see a reason on keeping our position there. We're, let's get out. When the hardliners wanted war in Nicaragua, and Reagan was doing everything he could to aid the Contras, we all know about Iran-Contra, but he, they wanted troops there. Reagan said, I'm not putting troops in that country. Reagan believed in Ike that you need to be prepared for war but unless you've seen battle you have no idea what you're talking about and it ought to be the last resort not the first and and sadly there's this hawkish element in the republican party led by don bacon in the house and and representative turner from ohio and mike mccall and certainly the mitch mcconnell republicans who say ukraine is the most important thing in the world right now that that I don't know. I mean, i that's why the America First movement started, because they weren't looking out for us.
1: Well, they're certainly not looking out for us. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at uh, people over in Europe talking about maybe the need for a draft, conscription. And, and we had a document that Barack Obama and John McCain, when Obama was on his way out of the Oval Office, started a commission to study the idea of drafting America's daughters. And they started that commission. That's right. And along with that commission, they wanted to also study if they should make mandatory so many hours of so-called community service to get out of high school and make it mandatory, by the way, on homeschoolers. And sure enough, March, and we started talking about this in February of 2018. And sure enough, March 2020, here comes the report by the commission, which had a transgender dude on it, a man who now thinks he's a girl, a woman right. uh, who, who I think ended up in the Pentagon under Biden for military preparedness. Don't get me started. But this commission, which was loaded up with Obamaites, connected back to their community organizations like uh, Public Allies, where they teach them all the isms uh, and go in there and do the Alinsky thing. These kind of people in favor of conscripting young people into a uh, you know a socialist. Saul Alinsky brainwashing program to graduate from elementary school and then junior high and then high school. Right. And then if you go in to this as a 501c3 or into the government, you agree to do that, we'll, we'll help pay for your college and get you a stipend and, and get you through. Well, this this commission rolls out with that report. And we knew what they were going to say. Sure enough, we think you ought to draft them, you know, make girls have to sign up for the for the um, draft. You know, uh, what, what do you call it, You're 18, you got to sign that well, old the military's card. Gone.
2: The, the DOD's gone completely woke. There's no question about that. Um, and, and that does not make America more prepared. It makes it just another big government, a federal program out of control. 800,000 civilian employees in the Pentagon. Mm. Not eight, not 80, 800,000. We've got bases all over the world. Um, look, I grew up in the Cold War. I remember hiding under my desk during the Cuban Missile Crisis and the civil defense drills we would do. Then Reagan came in, and we needed to beef up defense. That was a bipolar world where we had an enemy that was on the march with power. It controlled Eastern Europe, the Warsaw Pact. It controlled East Germany. All of that, They were threats in Angola, threats in Nicaragua, threats all over the globe. I get that. Those are times of of desperation and we needed to win the Cold War. What this other group, Republicans, and by the way, it is a bipartisan group that believes in this sort of interventionist globalism, whether it's Hillary Clinton, John, look at all the Democrats in favor of Ukraine when they were the ones trying to cut Reagan's defense buildup. They're globalists now and they're joining hands. And so we've moved beyond a Cold War. We've moved beyond a Soviet Union threat Germany is now united, there is no Warsaw Pact, Russia or Soviet Union dissolved and Russia pushed back to its old borders, almost its old czar borders, czarist borders, and yet what did we do? NATO, which was a Cold War organization, didn't cease to exist, it expanded and is now expanding right up to Russia's border, something James Baker said they would not do. And by the way, that's not Putin. That is Gorbachev and Yeltsin who say we are violating the trust of that 1992 agreement to let Germany reunify after the Berlin Wall fell. So you mentioned the CIA early. Let's come full circle with this. I don't know about you, but I grew up believing that all these conspiracy nuts can't be trusted. The Robert F. Kennedy Jr. types and uh, his uncle being assassinated and the CIA had something to do with it. And I'm not saying they did. What I am saying now, however, So I have a much more open mind and much more distrust of of this national security apparatus than I ever did. If you look at this, there's reports now that say the CIA was recruiting foreign governments to spy on Trump and that Trump's got the goods on it in those classified documents. We'll see if that's true or not. But you look at the LSD experiments, you look at this national security state. And and one more thing, you go back and read history in 1947 and Truman and and the origins of the CIA, There were a whole lot of conservative Republicans that said, don't do this. You want your defense agencies, leave them within the military. Sort of a power divided is power check thing. But now you've got this centralized bureaucracy that seems to be running amok. And if that's the case, who knows what happened in Dallas, if you get my drift. The, um, here here we go, the Washington Post. Thank you. December 22nd,
1: 1963, Harry Truman, okay? He, he says, Mary look, right. limit CIA role to intelligence. Limit this. This is a problem. This is not what I created it for. He, uh, the, to paraphrase the right. letter, it's been a while since I've read it, but to paraphrase it, he basically yeah. said, there's a lot that comes across the desk of a president and I needed some source by which to gather all this global information, process it for me, and then give me a briefing. And he goes on to say, this is not what I intended it to be. It's been diverted from its original assignment. And this is dated December 22nd, 1963. Interesting. It didn't run well, the second time.
2: Uh, that, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, you had, Truman ended up creating this. And in the 40s, there were naysayers when this, this happened. But if you look at crossing political boundaries, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy we're all very concerned about these agencies running amok. Uh, we're all very concerned about this this push to war. I mean, you know, you read about the Cuban Missile Crisis and what Kennedy had to say, whoa! whoa, whoa let's just do a blockade here before we start dropping bombs. Um, there, there was sort of a between the 40 yard lines view that uh, you wanna keep the peace and that war ought to be a last resort. And now you've got As Eisenhower warned, these armaments and these industries and the scientific community, people forget about that in the military-industrial complex speech. Ike talked about not only about defense contractors and the military-industrial complex. The complex included university types and the scientific community that was foisting this as well. And boy, was he prescient. Um, And it's just very scary. It's just very scary what's happening. One of these days... You can't go back on nuclear war. I don't know why. You know, well, and here's the I headline for Breitbart.
1: The here's the headline for Breitbart. Putin yeah. issues another World War Three warning. Put Western troops in Ukraine and get global nuclear war in return. So I guess I have to ask you, as a former member of Congress, as a student of history, why are they so interested in getting rid of Putin? What is it because he's not going along with the World Economic Forum agenda?
2: Yeah. That's Well, the the dirty little secret is the Orthodox Christian Russians uh, are not going along with a cultural agenda either. Um, People forget about that. They, you know, why why Putin's a dictator, why he doesn't believe in, you know, transgenderism. Well, that might be true, but I don't know if that's a reason for regime change, right? Um, So there's the cultural component, but look, it's the same reason that we've gone into all of these places. Look at Iraq. Uh, we had a, a, a now, now, you know, Saddam Hussein was more, more secular than Sunni, but the country was essentially a Sunni roadblock to the Shia, Iran. It was a regional counterweight that actually got in the way of, of Iran. We took it out, now the Shias moved into Iraq. You always get this blowback from intervention that never works out well. And I'm not talking about nuclear blowback here. I'm just talking about regional conflicts. But the the reason you you bring up why do these people do it is, is the absolute reason the founding fathers created the Constitution they did. They understood one fact that these people don't. They didn't have all the answers. They were not elitists. They were not destined for global domination. So they created a system of government That didn't give power to one person, one branch, one federal government, one state. They divvied up the power so it has to check it. And these people are hell bent on consolidating the power so there is no check on it. And if you can consolidate it in a country, you can consolidate it globally. Mm, Then you'll do what they say. They are so elite that they think they know better than the rest of the globe. And that's the only explanation brandon that i can come up with for all of the intervention the the, the horrible intervention interact the horrible intervention in ukraine the in, in afghanistan for 20 plus years you know now it's threatening world war Three with nuclear weapons over a country that is so corrupt that the only person that doesn't know it is hunter biden <laughs> so
1: I don't know what this all is all about, but it's not worth going to World War 3 on, that's for sure. Not particularly again when we have them already with a with a with a commission saying Congress, you should make women sign up for the selective service. I'm not interested in seeing my sons go to war. I'm not interested in seeing my daughter or or anyone's children go to war over Ukraine or go to war with Putin when he has so many nuclear weapons well, on I'm top of this. Well, I'm not interested
2: in seeing our neighborhood incinerated over nuclear war. They've got <laughs> these true. supersonic missiles now that, I mean, for heaven's sakes, when, when these advisors came to Ike and says, let's let's use nukes in Korea in the, in the mid to late 50s, Eisenhower looked at them and said, you boys must be crazy. That was his exact words. Oh. Uh, Roger Wicker, Republican senator from Mississippi, says, "Well, we might have to use nukes in in uh, uh, in these places." <laughs> it's it's shocking, really. The way we, and they always could say it's the Reagan view. It's the Reagan view. Reagan abhorred nuclear weapons. That's why he pitched SDI, uh, which it looks so smart now with way.
1: with all that's happening in space. Now that looks so yeah. very smart. And yet they mocked him and called it Star Wars. Right. Well, let me give you this closing headline. If Ukraine loses, NATO will fight Russia, says the Pentagon chief. Uh, So there you go. I mean, uh, these guys seem intent. on It is regime change.
2: So it's not a, that's a great, great close. It never really was. And this is so often the case. It never really is about what they say, Ukraine and the sovereignty of the Ukrainian people when half the country speaks Russian and most of it in Crimea. But it is about regime change in Moscow. This is the mother load. It wasn't good enough for Iraq. It's not good enough for Afghanistan. Not good enough for Iran, or 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 anywhere. We're not or the Korean Peninsula. Now we're going to go to the big one, Russia. Mm. What we got no business there any more than Putin's got business talking about regime change here. Mm.
1: Jason Lewis, each and every night at Patriot.TV, 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard, live Monday through Friday. You guys, tell your friends, tweet, text, email, Facebook, Gitter, Truth Social, whatever it is you use, let them know Jason Lewis is back on the airwaves. He also has a brand new book uh, that came out. Well, it's not brand new. I guess it came out a year or so ago called uh, Party Animal. It's about his time in the U.S. Congress. You should get that at amazon.com. But again, I need you and guys- And touches
2: on just what we're talking about, by the oh, way, good.
1: Brandon. The whole chapter touches exactly on what we were talking about. We'll, we'll get it, folks. Get it. And then again, please, people, Tell your friends about this brand new show because if you don't tell them, how are they going to know? And once they know and they listen, they're going to be addicted. I walked in the other night. My wife is cooking dinner, listening to Jason Lewis, and she said, he is so good. He's so professional. I said, well, why do you think we brought him over here, babe? So there you go, folks. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna walk in and find your wife one day with Jason Lewis, listening to him in the kitchen. So there you go. Patriot.com. I can only get
2: my wife to do it. Ah!
1: I loved your little joke. No, she the does. Other day. she's already by Well, I love yeah. your little joke. Yeah, you want to no, tell no your like you want to tell your audience that little tell our audience your little joke. When you're, you're well, what I your just wife told you the other
2: day did did you my and by the way she's got patriot.tv app downloaded and she switched from the other streaming service to us and she loves it.
3: Okay. So that is good. good. But
2: I told, I told the folks here that, uh, I told Lee when before I came in the studio this week, did you ever in your wildest dreams think I'd be back on the air? And she paused for a second and said, you've never been in my wildest dreams. <laughs> I
1: thought that was really clever. Really, really clever. Folks, you'll love his show. 5 o'clock Central, 6 Eastern, Monday through Friday. Jason Lewis, Patriot.TV. Jason, thank you so much for being on tonight. Thanks for being on Patriot. It's going to be a great 2020. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a great 2024. It's going to be a 2024, but at least we'll have someone that helps explain what's happening. So thank you for that.
2: Well, thank you, Brennan. I appreciate it. It's great to be here.
1: Jason Lewis checking in. Check him out every night, folks. 5 p.m. Central, 6 Eastern, Patriot.TV. We'll be right back after this break.
4: MelissaHouseBG.com. Bella Grace Elixir
1: she called me today and she told me something and i said you have got to tell the audience this they need to hear this because it's really good news for those of you that well are taking belly grace
4: well i went to my hairdresser and i had not told her um about this product that i've been taking when she was blow drying my hair she said you i just noticed when i was parting your hair and fixing it that you have a bunch of new hair growth i've been going to this lady for probably 13 years and she's never said that to me And I had noticed it, but for the fact that she, the fact that she noticed it was, I had to call Bran right away and tell him, she just said, you've never had this like this and it's growing and you just have all these baby hairs growing in and they're kind of curly. And so I just told her that what I was taking and she was amazed, so. Bella Grace Elixir, MelissaHouseBG.com.
3: We've learned through the pandemic, we can never be caught unprepared again. And so many Americans, when COVID hit, they had nothing in the house. Stores were shut down and and doctor's offices were shut down. And even if doctors prescribed drugs, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, pharmacists wouldn't fill the prescriptions. That was a nightmare. Now the situation is much worse. We have these horrible supply chain problems in our emergency medical kit at the wellness company. We have eight prescription drugs that are all potentially life-saving. Most people have died with COVID. They died in the hospital because they didn't receive early treatment. Every American family should have one of these. I can tell you the wellness company kit is the answer Hi neighbor, Pat Boone here. Today, I want to help you find some peace of mind concerning your money. Like it or not, we're all living in a financial war zone. That's right. We're watching our hard-earned dollars get crushed by inflation. In fact, recently, inflation reached its highest level in 40 years. And on top of that, cash, which has always represented freedom and privacy, is more and more being replaced by a cashless system. That's right. Powerful forces are definitely waging a war against cash. So I'm encouraging you to prepare before it's too late. Call or text the number on the screen for a free report, The Secret War on Cash from Swiss America. Discover how a few simple steps can protect your money as well as your privacy and your peace of mind. So call or text for your free report, The Secret War on Cash, and make sure to mention Pat Boone sent you.
1: All right, welcome back. Glad you are with us. All right. Joining me now is Leo Holman to discuss a plethora of things. Leo, welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us.
5: Hello, Brandon, thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for being had. Hey, Leo, uh, tell me what do you make of my interview the last couple of days with guys like Colonel uh, Rob Manis? like for instance, on my let me give you the clip note version. I just said it Jason Lewis. He said on my radio show, he was on with me last night, then radio today for a whole hour to put, the, put him out there on those 67 terrestrial radio stations so more people can hear the truth. But he went into detail on how it has been our government, the CIA and our government, well over 10 years ago, went in there into Ukraine, overthrew that government through a color revolution. In other words, put the money behind it, the disinformation, propaganda, who knows, maybe they fooled around with the votes, but they took out someone, put someone else in and installed their CIA puppet. And then you have NATO and the CIA waging war against uh, Putin. And I'm not a Putin apologist, I'm just stating facts facts. Uh, I don't have to be in favor of Putin or what Putin's doing not to want to go to war with him or to provoke him to defend his nation, which you know he has a right to defend his borders, as do all nations. So they put their people into power, the CIA does, puts their Ukrainian puppets into power. They're building 12 CIA military bases in Ukraine, and they begin a war. NATO and the CIA begin a war against uh, Russia slash Putin. I said, is that, is that what's going on? And he said, that's exactly what's
5: happening. What are your? I mean, where where are the American people getting this kind of news and information? They're not getting it anywhere, Brandon. When I move about uh, publicly and talk to people, uh, whether it be some a neighbor down the road or somebody I meet at a restaurant in town, whatever the level of. Well, let me just say this, Brandon. I get the Fox News version of what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, you do not hear. The truth. You do not hear the history. You do not hear the facts. Everything is slanted and the US government, Brandon, has built this narrative uh, over the last 10 years and it is a narrative built on layers, not just one lie, but layers of lies. and so it's very hard to overcome, and I don't think anybody's going to do it in one uh, session. But for you to be having these experts on, like uh, Colonel Maness, uh, uh David Pine, uh, last night Rebecca Walzer hit on this. Uh, she also showed some in-depth knowledge. Uh, I think it's going to start getting through to people. It, it takes more than one hearing, and I think it will have to come from multiple sources uh, for people to finally be able to break through the wall of propaganda that's been erected by the US government and its lapdog media.
1: Absolutely. If you guys go here to my website, worldviewtube.com, worldviewtube.com, obviously click right there and you can watch the stream, which is going on right now. So there you go, there's Leo. Okay, that's a live stream. We've got a comment, you can come in here and make comments if you want to. But uh, worldviewtube.com, scroll down the page, you'll find the uh, broadcast from today. Uh, No, that's actually last night's segment. Did the CIA carry out a color revolution in Ukraine in 2014? and then did uh, they build 12 military bases in Ukraine, and now they're setting up for World War III. That's a short segment. It'll be up there pretty quick here. Annie will get it up here from today's show where, where I had him on for an hour going into this into either even greater detail. So folks, go to worldviewtube.com and send this to all of your family and friends because they're not being told the truth. I saw an interview done, uh, maybe I can find it real quick, but I saw someone, in fact, I think I know where it was, okay? I found some, I, I think it was at Muckraker, okay? I think, yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, hopefully the language stays clean. I wanna just show you a little bit about the average person on the street, okay? Because what we just described, you know, most Americans don't know. But do you think the average American uh, out there on the street knows what is the First Amendment? Do you think they know? who the vice president of the united states is are, are these questions that are too hard for the average american uh, leo
5: you wouldn't think so i mean the first amendment <laughs> but but i'm i'm sure you're going to show me otherwise <laughs> yeah sadly i am uh th- this is going you know, to hopefully they'll
1: keep it clean i got i got to roll through a couple commercials here before we can play it but the guys at muckraker the guys at muckraker went out on the street okay they went out on the street and they started asking people uh some pretty basic questions here we go do you
6: guys know what the first amendment is no how many stars are on the flag 13 for the 13 colonies you know who the the vice president is hell no freedom of speech i mean this country this country come
7: here come here
0: come here come here whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs>
6: ask some questions. The First Amendment of the United States. Do you know what that is? Okay, okay, okay. We'll do a different one. Uh, Do you know what the First Amendment is, buddy? A First Amendment? Yeah, the First Amendment. What is it? Freedom of speech? Eh? Okay, so we're right here right now trying to test people's knowledge on the country. What's the First Amendment, buddy? Hey,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm dumb as no, f***** no, no, you're good. To go. how, yo, how, many, how
6: many stars are on the flag? How many stars on the flag? Oh, um, 52, ain't it? How many stars... One second, guys.
1: 25.
6: How many stars are on the flag of the United States? 25.
1: 25?
6: 25? Okay, okay. What do the stars represent?
0: Oh, um, Pleasure to, lead you to the flag of the United States of America. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know what the First
6: Amendment is? Um, no. You know how many stars are on the flag?
4: 52?
6: 52, okay. How many stars are on the flag? A lot. A lot of them? All right. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what the stars represent? Yeah. What do they represent?
3: Let like him kill.
6: Uh, okay, okay. Do you know what the First Amendment is?
3: The First Amendment? I don't. Offhand. Do you know who the
6: Vice President is? No. No. <laughs> who, who's the Vice President? Can you believe this, Leo? It goes
5: on and on. It's the same thing i mean no wonder our tr- our country is in so much trouble brandon <laughs> you know it's not even i guess we're laughing because
1: you can't believe it, that the people it, really are this lame yeah but this I, is what the founders warned about you know that right the founders right. warned about the fact that once we cease to be a moral society and one that was educated it's over you know turn out the lights it's over i i don't know how you know there's only a there's only a small percentage of us left that are that you know we're not we don't know everything but we know uh, basics right we and we know more than basics the average person watching this show but there's not a lot of us anymore that that are interested in morality that are interested in doing the right thing that that understand the rule of law that want the rule of law that understand the constitution and want to have it adhered to that want our borders closed and even know what's going on at the border um, that again want to practice the the First Amendment uh, openly and and do it on platforms like this or in the public square that want to exercise their, you know, the free enterprise system, that dirty word capitalism. There's not a lot of people that want to be entrepreneurs anymore, that want to be capitalists anymore. They want to go get a job that's very easy and that's it. That Some of them don't even want to get a job. I mean, we've got right? now they illegals want- here that are begging for nicer, uh quarters better food and better free housing this is all the illegals we brought in and they're asking more for more free stuff sadly this has become the reality with many americans we are a small minority when i say we i mean you me the listening audience we're there's a there's not a lot of us anymore there really isn't in comparison to how many
5: outnumber us well yeah and uh i think that's why those of us who maintain a independent lifestyle, meaning, you know, we still either work for ourselves or a small business. Uh, We value our freedom of speech rights and our ability to speak out or write things uh, online without being censored, um, without having a caretaker daddy government looking over our shoulder to tell us, you know whether or not we are uh, fomenting the correct narrative or whether we are involved in disinformation. It's the 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 American nanny state uh, is just is just that. It's it's very uh, much like a parent treats a child. That is the relationship that apparently, sadly, most or some, too many, let's say, too many Americans are comfortable with that relationship, and. They don't uh, try to uh, flex their intellectual muscles, shall I say, or expand their horizons or think critically or question the government. And uh, when people forget uh, forget how to think critically and, uh, and don't pay attention, Brannon, to what's going on, That, as you say, is a a recipe for disaster as our founding fathers would have seen it. And and I'm frankly frankly shocked that our nation has lasted this long with that level of ignorance out on the streets. (laughs) It's so true. It is so true. And yet, here we
1: go. If you cannot tell me how many stars are on the flag, what is the First Amendment? Who's the vice president of the United States? Do you really think the average American understands what's going on with Russia and Ukraine? And because you add the fact, the layer of the disinformation and propaganda coming from the mainstream media, all they would hear is mm, Putin is somehow violating the borders of Ukraine, and you need to defend those innocent people. They're not being told that the CIA went in there, overthrew duly elected people, installed their puppet government, laundering six hundred billion dollars or so through
5: that government uh, for themselves, and, and then and then started using that government to attack the Russian-speaking residents of the eastern provinces of the Donbass and uh, areas like that. Right. Right. And so every time the media refers to this war, what do they do? They use loaded terms that are lying terms like Putin's war and Putin's unprovoked war and Putin's aggressive war. You know, it's almost comical. Uh, but, But it works because the American public has been so dumbed down, Brandon, over the years, from our uh, lethargic, uh, weak public education system. You know,
1: I, I look at what these kids learn and I'm all for critical thinking obviously, but I see how much time and effort they spend on advanced math. How much of that advanced math are they gonna use when they get out of school? Virtually zero, right? Unless you're going to be an architect or a physicist or something like that. But, but what, what are they learning when it comes to what is the first amendment? You know, What's the second amendment? Uh, history, uh, who created the federal government? The Tenth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution: the powers the federal government has are limited, and expressed and unlisted powers belong to the states and respective people thereof. There's a lot of stuff they learn in school. It's not not easy. I, I've I've seen some of what the kids learn, and 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 particularly some of the advanced math stuff. But most of that they will never new, use in real life. The stuff they really will use or should be using, they don't teach them that. Because after all, don't you know the founding fathers are a bunch of racists? So the average American tonight has no clue that we are this close to World War III. And here's another headline I've been sharing the last day or so. Putin issues another World War III warning, put Western troops in Ukraine and and get global nuclear war in return. And of course we have Hans Stolmberger saying that uh, NATO is gonna grab Ukraine. Ukraine is gonna come into NATO. It's not a matter of if, but when. You have Lloyd Austin saying, hey, when Ukraine loses the war with Russia, then NATO will fight Russia. You know, what's very ironic is that it's in my documentary Siege. It came out in December of 2019 that is all about that Vostok 18, which was China and Russia practicing what well, was said to be the largest military exercise in world history practicing a war against NATO. And re, it was a nuclear attack. They were practicing a
5: nuclear attack against the United States and NATO. Look. Well, listen, Brandon, Putin has known from the beginning. Uh, uh, that this is not a war with Ukraine. This is a war with NATO. Uh, You know, this is what people don't understand. This war is not about Ukraine. It's certainly not about Ukrainian democracy. Ukraine is not a democratic country. Uh, They banned opposition parties. They banned opposition media. They're kidnapping middle-aged men off the streets and throwing them to the front. Uh, Does this sound like a uh, hotbed of democracy and freedom to you, Brandon? No. and, and And there is... Yeah. Go
1: ahead. No, and this is this is this is why when all this garbage started around 2014, correct me if I'm wrong, that four years later you'd have Putin practicing the what is said to be the largest military exercise in world history with China for a nuclear attack on the United States and NATO, and they practiced repairing bridges and
5: roads. Now, now, why would they do this? Why would they? Do this, Brannon? Well, let's see. NATO started out as with 15 countries back in 1949. It is now up to 32 countries. And just in the last year, they've added Finland and Sweden. Finland has an 800-mile-long border with Russia. So uh, now Putin has warned them since the late 90s, do not invite Ukraine into NATO. All these other countries... Uh, he doesn't like that he's being surrounded. Obviously, no country would, because that means now hostile troops could be put all along that 800-mile border with Finland. Uh, they they're all through Poland and Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. <clears throat> we've got troops. We got missile systems. But Ukraine is the red line for Russia. They know that if they lose Ukraine to NATO, it is game over for the state the nationality, the very existence of Russia. And if people think that that's an exaggeration, all they have to do is study up a little bit and they will see that American politicians have been talking about this for years. George W. Bush said that NATO was an open uh, a window for other countries to join and that Ukraine was uh, one that they wanted in to be included in that military alliance. And it is a military alliance. What's so hard for people to understand about that? Now, also, we could go back as recently as June 2022, a couple months after uh, uh, the Russia-Ukraine war started. And uh, a government agency held a hearing before the United States House of Representatives. It was chaired by Congressman Steve Cohen, a Democrat from Tennessee. Uh, And there was a commission, the Helsinki Commission, that gave testimony and said that what should happen to control, what do we need to do with Russia? We need to break it up into several republics and install uh, a Western favorable government. This is what it is all about and has been about for 10 years or more. Regime change in Russia. Why? Because it's all about the resources. Russia is an unbelievably resource-rich country. It has oil. It has gas. It has gold. It has rare earth minerals galore. The West wants control of those resources, so it can then roll out its net zero carbon taxing green agenda without having to worry about Russia selling selling cheap oil and gas out on the world market. And do you think Russia and China are going to get
1: rid of uh, their fossil fuel agenda and go to solar panels and windmills? (laughs) Only if they have a Western uh, puppet government. Only if they can get rid of Putin, right? Right. So here's right. the video footage of Vostok 18. This was in my documentary again in 2019. And Peter Vincent Prive, the EMP task force, he'd been the head, the chief of staff of the EMP Congressional Commission, sitting at this desk saying, I'm standing next to him and I'm interviewing him, it's for the documentary. And he says, look, they're practicing a nuclear war against the United States and NATO. And the week before they did this, they practiced what was called they did what was called Operation Dragonfly and they penetrated the American uh, infrastructure, our power grid. And he said what they're going to do is go with the new way of warfare, cyber attack, EMP, etc. And if that doesn't work, he said, let the missiles fly. Okay? And this is the footage from
4: 2018.
3: So there
1: you go. I mean, that's just a little bit of the footage. I've included some of that in my documentary back in 2019. But that documentary has so so much more relevance now than it did then. Because we were thinking, oh, they're practicing a nuclear strike on America and NATO.
5: That's probably not a good thing. Now we understand the context. Right. I mean, it's all about the propaganda is all about what? Putin is aggressive. Putin is expansionist. Putin wants to reassemble the old Soviet empire. But the only group that's expanding, if you look at the map over the last 35 years, is NATO. Now, here is uh, some
1: footage that just came up from a news agency today. This is a drone dropping explosives on some Russian troops. Now, does that look like something the Ukrainians came up with on their own? Or does that got... Does that have NATO written all over it and CIA written all over it?
5: Yeah, good question, Brandon. I think uh, we could make a pretty good supposition that that goes beyond. uh, Ukraine does have a a fairly good, uh, you know, industrial base, but um, that looks a little bit above their abilities.
1: (laughs) I'm not a military expert, but I'm thinking that they've had some. some Well, we know they've got armaments. They've been sent armaments by us. So with all that being said, let me ask you this before we switch topics. How concerned is Leo Holman that with, with all of this talk by our government, I've, proposed, I've posed this question to others, so audience, bear with me. I'm posing it now to Leo. Do you, do you spell a setup coming? Do you smell a setup coming that, that by this summer or fall, it's possible that the grid in America could go down and everyone's going to be led to believe that it was China or Russia when it was really our federal government because they don't want an election this fall or they want a reason to cancel it. I don't know, maybe it happens in August or September. I don't know. Leave the world behind by the Obamas pretty much tells us you know, what the plan is maybe, huh? So would you be shocked that this isn't all stage crafting on the part of the government in the deep state, provoking Putin, getting Putin to respond the way he naturally would respond to them? And then now they've gotten everybody thinking about Putin going to world war, Putin saying it, he's saying it, he's saying it. And of course, uh, now they put the grid down and they blame it on Russia, Russia, Russia when maybe it was just you know, our own government that did it
5: or some proxy they let do it. Well, I think that's very plausible, Brandon. And you know, how would we ever find out? Yeah, We're exactly. still trying. How would we? If we de- if we have to depend on we the We still don't know who killed JFK. We still I was don't just
1: we still that. don't know who carried, we still don't know, we still don't
5: know who carried out the shooting at Mandolin Bay. I was just getting ready to say that if we have to depend on government transparency and delivery of information, we still would not know who killed John F. Kennedy 60 years ago. Or and Mandolin took, Bay, I, which was what, four yeah. or five years ago? Right, more than that,
1: yeah. I, I mean, we I still think, don't know who killed all those Americans shooting at them in Las Vegas, on the
5: ground. No, we, we don't know. And the story just went
1: was, away, it just went away.
5: Went away, and the, and, and isn't it interesting how the, the mainstream media is so uncurious about these things? No one's digging on it. They were uncurious 60 years ago with Kennedy. They were uncurious uh, five years ago with Mandolin Bay. Uh, they're uncurious now about the history of UK- Ukraine and Russia. Uh, When I went to journalism school, I was taught that, you know, we were supposed to be curious about world events. We were supposed to uh, not trust government narratives. We were supposed to question the government. Now it seems like, Brandon, that uh, instead of keeping the powerful accountable like the media, the fourth estate is supposed to do, what do they do? They're there to run backup. They're there to run cover for the government and the corporate media titans, and the most powerful people in the world. This is the opposite of what it's supposed to be if we had an actual, legitimate, journalistic media in this country. Well, and if you get someone who's too uh, digging, you end up
1: with like poor Catherine Herridge, who we'll get to in a minute. I want to play right. a, a quick trailer, and then we'll come back to her, because the has ruled her, I think, in contempt tonight. But... Um, I, this is not an endorsement of this series. It could be a complete propaganda piece. I got to watch it. I got to look into it. All I've seen is the trailer. I want to watch it. So again, I'm just going to put out the disclaimer, folks. This is not promoting it. I'm not seeing everything that's in their documentary is true. I find it compelling and interesting. And I want to watch it. But it's kind of along the lines of what we're talking about. Watch and listen to this, Leo.
3: Reporter Danny Casalero was found dead over the weekend in a motel in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Local authorities quickly
2: ruled his death a suicide. It just didn't, it didn't sit right. In my mind, I'm thinking they killed him.
7: The book that Danny was writing, he starts looking into these powerful people and realizes there's something much bigger going on. These eight men, they're no longer government officials, but their tentacles can reach into any part of government in almost any country. I've come to call this group, the octopus.
1: Most of us were convinced that
3: he
6: had been hurt for him covering this story.
3: If the federal government says, we don't know what you're talking about, it's beyond what a couple of local detectives can do.
6: It
2: all started with the software promise.
3: These programs allegedly allowed
4: the CIA to spy on the intelligence agencies that bought it.
3: The two of them
1: transferred in excess of $40 million. This money was used to
2: buy off. It was a disturbing conspiracy. A lot of people that reported on there are dead.
3: All three of them had been shot in the head. We knew who was involved. No one was ever brought to justice. We found the body. There was a wire running from around his neck to his ankles. There's just too many people dead in this case. This former NSA guy says, I don't know how you heard that name, but you can get killed just knowing that name. Can you turn the camera off? I told him not to talk to certain people, not to raise certain issues. Danny became obsessed with this story.
1: You had the same curiosity that Danny had.
2: If you think for a minute that you're going to go expose somebody, you're going to get yourself killed.
1: Now, again, I haven't seen this. It. not an endorsement. But I saw that today. I thought, boy, that sounds kind of interesting and like it's very probable.
5: Absolutely, Brandon. It reminded me of a reporter by the name of Gary Webb. Do you remember him? I do. I do. I do. Yeah. He reported on a lot of uh, drug running that he said was going on by the CIA and other three-letter government uh, agencies and, uh, he had a lot of threats on his life and he ended up dying in a very mysterious car crash, um, out in California a few years back. Um, and there's been other reporters, uh, uh have similar outcomes when they get a little too curious, Brandon, about some of these three letter agencies.
1: Yeah. There was an article about Gary Webb that was entitled, uh, Managing a nightmare. How the CIA watched over the destruction of Gary Webb. There's, if you go search it, you'll find a lot of articles that bring it back to the uh, CIA. Uh, let me just stop right there, real quick, folks. While that clip was playing, I just took a Bella Grace right here at the desk. This is one of our uh, way. I think you can support us. I just wrote, you know I just ripped it open, drink it. It's collagen. It's cat's claw. It's um, astaxanthin loaded with antioxidants. I need you to go to melissahousebg.com. Please check it out. I take it twice a day. Uh, I'm not gonna get into all the benefits I've had because I wanna get back to our topic, but folks, again, this is one way you can support us. Where else are you gonna get programming like this? So please go to melissahousebg.com, check it out. There's nearly 80 clinical trials there that you can read about. Get a subscription. You can can just get a box and try it if you want, Uh, but I would say go ahead and get the subscription. Many, many, many of you have done that. Thank you, because it is a big part of our support here. So again, I think it's a great way to support your health and support us at the same time. Also be sure to go to the wellness company, twc.health forward slash Brandon, twc.health slash Brandon, amoxicillin, ivermectin, other, um, you guys can throw that on the lower third if you want. A lot of other uh, uh, meds in here. There's eight of them in total. twc, look at that, twc.health forward slash Brandon. Remember, because when a crisis happens and you need antibiotics, you may not be able to get them. Be, it would be horrific to have you know, strep throat or something that could be treated with an antibiotic become a life-threatening situation because you don't have antibiotics. You mean like last week when there was a hacking of uh, software that stopped pharmacies, some of them, from being able to fulfill prescriptions? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So you might want to get this now. twchealthford forward slash Brandon. Uh, real quick, one other spot you might want to go to, and that is www.tvstore.com, Folks, we have half-off shipping right now, half-off shipping on freeze-dried food just the freeze-dried food, half off. We have three months, six months, a year, two-year. Check it out, folks. Just go up to the top of the page, emergency food, click all emergency food, you'll find all the different things. We have instant coffee, we have breakfast, we have fruit and veggie, we have uh, gluten-free, we have meat and protein, it's all there. Folks, I have about a two-year supply or more, and I have enough that I can barter with. So if there's something that comes up and I need to be able to barter with it, due to a banking crisis, grid crisis, I wanna have some as a medium of exchange. Don't you think food would be a great way to barter if you needed to barter for something? I certainly do. And it's not only food, you can look at all the emergency supplies that we have, gas baths, uh, ember, uh, ember off the grid oven, uh, stainless steel coffee pot, 100 hour candle, potassium iodine, <laughs> that anti-radiation tablets, by the way, huh? You think you might wanna have some of those on hand? anti-radiation tablets protect your thyroid thyroid with potassium iodine survival seed vault these are heirloom seeds folks you plant them and then you can get the seeds out of the fruit and and, and, uh, out of the vegetables and replant uh we have the pots for for boiling hot water we have the stove to you know put some kindling under there some twigs and branches get a fire going boil your water make your freeze-dried food water purification ready our blood clot we have a lot of things here for you to get ready. Uh, we have the uh, ready for ready our four-in-one emergency solar flashlight, AM/FM weather band radio with hand crank. Again, it's all at WVWTVStore.com. You can also use the phone number 901-468-9357. 901-468-9357. Place your order over the phone if you'd like. 901 901- four, six, eight, nine, three, five, seven, or you can just order at wvwtvstore.com. What are you you waiting for? If you're not ready, if you haven't prepped, why? Why would you wait, okay? This is a great way, again, to support us and your family. I'm not gonna go into details. By the way, we also have this right here. Let me go back to this. This is the emergency medical bag, the emergency medical bag. These are great. You should consider getting one of those as well. That's under emergency supplies. Click on it and you'll, you can scroll through. I think it's over here on the second or third page. And if you have a doctor or nurse or a practitioner in your neighborhood, uh, they could probably help you. But that may, they may not have the emergency kit. So go ahead and order the EMT Medical Emergency Trauma Kit, all right? WVWTVStore.com. I'm not going to go into details uh, for obvious reasons. But Leo, uh, I have been putting the final touches on my plan. Um, I'm always always updating, but I've gotten into high gear in the last few months and doing things because uh, I, I'm I'm still planning on a pretty rocky, uh, certainly fall, if not before fall. How about you? Are You you don't need to disclose what, but are you doing anything? Are you spending any money doing anything to secure your location and get yourself ready for, for anything that might happen?
5: I have, Brandon, been spending a, a good bit for me uh, to try to uh, upgrade my home security system absolutely i think it's important right now that uh we use this i guess what i would call the calm before the storm uh use it wisely folks uh think about how you can uh, set up cameras maybe around your property sensors that will alert you when people are on your property uh there's like little bell ringer sensors they're very cheap uh, that sense movement, maybe in areas where there shouldn't be movement on your property. Uh, and so you get an, a, a chime goes off in your house and it'll tell you exactly where on your property the movement is. Uh, we've set up something like that. Uh, there's other things you can do. Uh, you know, you can get a dog, get a, 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 a nice good size dog if you can afford it. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the dogs are, are, are wonderful at alerting you ahead of time to danger. They have a sixth sense about them. They know when their home is being, uh, you know, maybe even just uh, scoped out by somebody who is thinking about doing something uh, in the near future. They always scope your place out first. But we don't have time to be uh, sitting there looking out our windows all day, right, to see if someone's scoping out our, our place. So that's, all these are good ideas. Yeah, indeed.
1: Not uncommon, Delta lifts her head up in the middle of the night and cocks her head. And when she lifts her head up uh, uh, off my leg, uh, as she's prone to sleeping with her head on my leg, uh, if she lifts lifts her head up and cocks her head, normally I'm pretty light sleeper to some degree. But if she moves, I'll generally see what she's doing. And it's not uncommon. And boy, she will really listen intently and cock that head. And then, of course, all I got to do is turn on cameras or uh, monitor. And I can see what's going on in and around the house and uh, just see what she heard. But she, she'll she hear something that I don't hear and alerts oh, me that yeah. she heard something. So yeah, I, 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 rec- I strongly recommend German Shepherds and, and big dogs like that. So I'm trying to get me one of those IDF dogs that likes to chew on a, a Hamas figures. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I showed the video of that the other day, one, one of those IDF dogs. But seriously, folks, uh, be thinking about what's going uh, uh, and coming and get ready. Boy, we got to move fast. There's so much to get to. Uh, Let's go to Katherine Herridge. Uh, I want to get to that real quick. Uh, I have so many uh, things open tonight because there's so much to talk about. Let's see if I can find it real quick amidst all these. Um, But apparently she has been held in contempt of court tonight. Uh, How sad is that? Yeah, here we go. It's at worldviewreport.com, your daily aggregated news site. Judge holds veteran journalist Katherine Herridge in civil contempt for refusing to divulge sources uh, this is in a relation to investigation uh, by the FBI but never charged. She was looking into a, uh, about a, uh, stories about Chinese-American scientists who were investigated but never charged. So again, let's go back to what we were talking about. When you have a free system of, 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 of people tr- you know, in the media, as we used to do, investigating, now we have judges intimidating people like her. CBS took her files for a while, became public, the union got involved, apparently they gave them back, you know they must have taken copies of everything, I'm guessing. But now we got a judge that's going to hold her in contempt of court. I think it was like a $800 a day fine. Can
5: you believe this? No. I mean, no, but yes. Um, I hope Congress, uh, Speaker Johnson, will get on this, Brandon, and start to immediately open an investigation because this goes right along with the weaponization of the federal government uh, that uh, his committees have been have been investigating already, and uh, this really just takes it to a new level, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so this is totally uh, you know, but but we're supposed to believe that it's white Christian men who are a threat to our democracy. Brandon, oh, you want to go to
1: that one? I sent that one to you earlier tonight because I just I want you to I wanted you to see that in advance because it was almost too hard to believe, but it but it's really happening. Take a look at this. This is from MSNBC. Uh, this is uh, who they are afraid of, folks. The white rule voter who's going to vote for Trump. Listen. Joining us now, professor of political science at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, Tom Schaller, and journalist and opinion writer, Paul Waldman. Their new book, Out Tomorrow, is entitled White Rural rage, the threat to American democracy. And Tom, we'll start with you. Uh, why are white rural voters a threat to democracy at this point? You would think, as we pointed out, looking at Joe Biden's background and Donald Trump's, that, that the opposite would be true.
7: I mean, we lay out the fourfold interconnected threat that white rural voters pose to the country. First of all, and we show 30 polls and national studies to demonstrate this. So we provide the receipts in chapter six. They're the most racist, Xenophobic, anti-immigrant, anti-gay geodemographic group in the country. Second, they're the most conspiracist group. QAnon support and subscribers, election denialism, COVID denialism. And su- wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute. Okay, QAnon. I don't believe in that. I think that was a that was a disinformation operation all along. But if you if you are concerned about uh, the election, the borders, about COVID, you're now a, an extremist. Let me keep going.
7: Conspiracist group. QAnon support and subscribers, election denialism, COVID denialism, and scientific skepticism, Obama birtherism. Third, anti-democratic sentiments. They don't believe in an independent press, free speech. We
1: don't believe in an independent press. I thought that's what we were just talking about before these morons came on.
7: It's likely to say the president should be able to act unilaterally without any checks from Congress or the courts or their bureaucracy. We they're believe
1: the president ought to have unlimited power without any checks or balance that sounds like what we're opposed to with the biden regime that just does right. whatever the right you know the heck they want to do i mean what what is does this do dude, this dude is an idiot watch like, a little more be able to act
7: unilaterally him. without any checks from congress or the courts or their bureaucracy they're also the most strongly white nationalist and white christian nationalists and fourth they are most likely to dis- excuse or justify violence as an acceptable alternative to Peaceful public discourse. So, anyway. oh, you
1: mean, oh, you mean like Antifa and Black Lives Matter in twenty twenty that was all justified by, let's say, the governor of Minnesota, the mayor of Minneapolis. Oh, we hear you guys. I know we need social justice. We hear you guys.
5: Uh, these guys are idiots. Uh yeah. I mean they're propagandists is what they are. There you go. Racist, xenophobic, homophobic, election denier. I learned a new word in there, Brandon. COVID deniism. Wow. Uh, and were also violent, Uh, they disparaged an entire swath of the American population, Brandon, and they did it with a smile and a smirk. Uh, I mean, who does that? I don't know about you, Brandon, but that sounded a little racist to me. It did, and I Uh, bet
1: you, I have to wonder, did the CIA put these clowns up to writing this book? Because you know the CIA is behind a lot of the publishing, the magazines, the news, the radio, I wouldn't doubt the CIA or some other government intel agency hasn't put these clowns up to writing some of these articles and books and things we see out there. Because again, it fits with the narrative of what they're trying to do as we are, yes. in a pol- we are in a military police state, and they need to set the narrative of why it's okay to violate our civil liberties. Because again, marginalized, characterized, terrorize and then legalize the terrorizing of your political enemies so this is all the narrative and the landscaping to get everybody used to rounding you guys up you conservatives you christians you you white nationalists as they
5: call you and they're accusing us of what they are guilty of of.
7: yep
1: i mean
5: because they're entire they're judging judging an entire group of americans based on what the color of their skin that's racist their religious beliefs that's definitely bigoted uh, and where they live. Now, I think the real beef that they have with uh, folks that live out in the country is they can't control them. They don't they don't live in a smart city. They don't ride public transit. Uh, they don't make their living receiving government grants like that political science professor probably does. Uh, and guess what? We do own firearms, but the crime rate out in these rural communities is 100 times lower than in the city. Uh. So... This was nothing but a bunch of, you called it, propaganda. Propaganda. Well, speaking of propaganda, you cannot call them illegal
1: immigrants anymore. The Biden regime, as of today, I guess, February 29, 2024, with this fact sheet put out by the White House. There it is. Look at it. They're now newcomers. The newcomers. They're not illegal immigrants. They're
5: newcomers. Yeah. There you go. I mean, can you believe this, Leo? Leo? Uh, Yeah, that sounds awful familiar to me, newcomers. That's very similar to under the Obama administration, they were called new Americans. Do you remember that? I do. Yes, they were talking about welcoming the new Americans who were coming in illegally across the border and on planes from Afghanistan, Iraq, Sudan, and Somalia. Yeah, we were supposed to welcome those new Americans who had absolutely, in most cases, not all... No affinity for American values. We we welcomed the new American called Ilhan Omar. uh, How's that that working out for us? How's that working out for us? She just went and visited uh, the Cuban Communist Party elites over uh, a few days ago.
1: Did you see that? Yes, I did. I did. It's it's a yeah. Now you want to talk about someone dumb as a box of rocks? Listen to the White House press secretary. Again,
4: I mean, this is a horrific, horrific loss for any family, and obviously, uh, any if whoever is found guilty, uh, we need to make sure
1: whoever's found guilty. Come on, name her. Say her name. You know, that's what they always say. Her name. What right. you tell us? Who? Who's? Who's been accused of doing this? Hmm. Well, you're gonna hear who she's gonna blame for it.
4: Uh, make sure that that happens and obviously uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again but here's the thing we have done the work uh, to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system the republicans have gotten in the way they have gotten in the way and that's what we continue to see over and over and over again and so look this is a serious this is a serious matter this I mean, woman
1: is as dumb as a box of rocks, and that's being generous. <laughs>
5: Republicans, Brandon, have just gotten in the They've way. In the way
1: yeah. They, yeah, they wouldn't let us put up a wall. They would. They 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 kept tearing the wall down. The Republicans kept tearing down the razor wire. We kept trying to send troops down there, and they would block them with their four wheelers and their Confederate flags from being able to let the troops go in there to the. To the border and defend the border. Every time we turn around, they're getting in the way.
5: They're always getting in the way of all of those things, Brandon. They need to lose lose weight. They're just getting in the way so much. Uh, it's not. It's really you have to laugh,
1: but it's not. It's not a funny thing because we now have eighty five thousand of these little children who have been brought in here by the Biden regime and encouraged yeah. to come in, and mi- billions and billions and billions of dollars made. Billions of dollars. Uh, you know, Tara wrote us totals last night, $100 million by one company. She said, Well, if you're being paid $100 million as an NGO, you're going to look the other way. And now we've got 85,000 of these kids that are missing. Listen to this sad story from Script News.
3: Migrant runaways, children who came across the southern border alone, were placed by
5: the U.S. government with an adult sponsor, and then vanished. Kids like 15-year-old Yenny, who was last spotted with a black backpack getting into a white pickup truck. No one will say where she went. Selena was just 16 when she ran away from her sponsor's home weeks ago.
3: Cesar, also 16, left his uncle's home one day and never returned. Each of these children disappeared from the small town of Culpeper, Virginia, about a two-hour drive from Washington, D.C. This is all my missing kids, right here. These files are pretty thick. It's Culpeper Police Detective Norma McGuckin's job to try to find them. And she says her cases all seem to unfold the same
6: way. The sponsor will take him in, or her, and then within 30 days tops, a couple days sometimes, and then the child just picks up and leaves. And you called this a crisis?
3: We have 21 missing still on, That's a, a, crisis. on a small town. Yeah. A very small town every chance she gets mcguckin drives through these neighborhood streets looking for any sign of the missing kids pretty much all these neighborhoods you can point to a house where yes an unaccompanied minor has run away yes on this side right here
1: okay and so have they run away were they being trafficked were they really dropped off at their uncle's house their sponsor's house well uh, tara rodas tells us they were being dropped off at homes of people they don't know calling in saying they're being pimped out, they're being sex trafficked. Maybe they ran away because they're being sex trafficked, so we don't know where they are now. Or maybe some of them have ended up being murdered. I mean, how many times can you drug and rape some of these kids before you end up taking their life, right? So some of these poor kids may not be alive, but yet, as she said last night, it's our federal government, the largest crime syndicate in the world, the federal government, That is trafficking these children, and they know exactly what they're doing—whether it's sex trafficking or working in, uh, you know, meatpacking plants and other places. We, we have—I mean, we.
5: There, even PBS has reported on some of this, for Pete's sake, Leo. Brandon, as I was watching that clip, my mind just flashed back to that movie *Sound of Freedom*, and look at how the mainstream media has tried to crucify the producers of that movie and poo-poo the entire storyline and say that it was a bunch of lies and fabrications. Well, that's just one community there in Culpeper, Virginia. That sounds like we've got a major problem exactly like what was presented in that movie. So uh, if, if it's a big problem in one little Virginia town... Why should we believe that the movie Sound of Freedom, which brought it all out on a national and global scale, was anything but true?
1: Indeed. Let's look at this. Now, we've talked about the the threats to our schools, terrorism. We saw what happened October 7th in uh, Israel, uh, Hamas. They've threatened to do that again and again and again, and and to us. And wouldn't you know, the folks there at the uh, Board of Education in Chicago have decided that some schools, if you don't wanna have any protection, you don't have to, you could use that, I guess for some woke program you wanna to put together, watch and listen.
4: A shift for Chicago public schools. Today, the Board of Education approves a plan to remove school resource officers in the schools.
3: So the policy work will start now over the next two months with the goal of, of having a policy for the board to review and approve by, by June of this year.
4: Late today, board members voted on the whole school safety plan. They say it was years in the making. We are investing in these schools and they will have the opportunity to decide how to use those funds. The resolution had been debated today and in previous days. The first public comment today from an Austin man so concerned with a plan to remove SROs and a limited time to speak, the board called for an emergency recess. Oh! Dwayne Truss shared more of his comments with journalists during the recess.
5: Mayor Johnson said that he's going to respect the rights of local school council, and then I guess the the left said, no, 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 get those opposites out of the school. And it's like, what sense does that make?
4: More than a dozen elected officials also shared their views, both in support and opposition of the plan.
5: The blood is going to be on your hands if something happens to some kids or some teacher or some crazy parent in a parking lot at dismissal time.
4: A call to pull police from Chicago Public Schools was heard in 2020 after the death of George Floyd with youth-led protests about police brutality. Today, a rally before the board meeting, those who support this new way to keep students and staff safe without SROs and redirecting money to support and programs for students.
6: It's so important for me to speak up because if, I, if I'm not able to speak up for my youth, they're not going to have the power to speak up so somebody needs to check that all up. right
1: I, I can't listen to that any longer uh you don't know what you're talking about you're too you're too uneducated to know what you're talking about here we have un uh, unarmed schools no school resource officers gun-free zones in chicago aren't they surrounded by islamists by the way illinois is welcome in all these illegals the crime is off the charts you have islamists that have threatened the schools in israel they had a they found the uh IDF found their plans, which included attacking schools. They do the, they do like they did in Beslan years ago that we were warning about, have warned about for many, many, many years, that that was a rehearsal in many ways for doing that around the world in other places like America, going after our schools. And here these folks are gonna pull armed officers out of the schools. Can, can you even believe this is
5: how stupid people are? No, Brandon, I cannot. They should be increasing the number of resource officers, not decreasing. Wow, we're asking
1: for it. LeoHoman.com, leoholman.com, LeoHolman.com are his articles, what's your Substack, Leo? LeoHoman.substack.com. leoholman.substack.com And we didn't get to all of it, folks, because as we saw in Seattle the other night, they're protesting, they want dignified housing for all refugees. It's not good enough to get free housing, now they have a standard that they want. Folks, this is setting up conflict and chaos, distraction, civil war, This is all the preparatory phase before our enemies go to war against us. While China, by the way, is shipping box loads and box box loads of Glock switches to turn semi automatics into automatics. Be awake, get ready, be prepared, and get prayed up. That's the Worldview broadcast for tonight, Brandon House Live. Thanks for watching. May God save America.